podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor podcast. This is going to be a World Cup match day recap, um, something slightly different. We're just going to go through all of the games that have taken place daily, looking at the best point scorers and key talking points. And then we're going to just do a preview of the next day's games. Um, the game's coming thick and fast, so it's going to be quite challenging to keep up but um, yeah I'm going to try and do this as quick as possible but in the long run I might gradually decide to get rid of a few bits just to speed it up because we're going to want this content quite quickly uh, approaching the following games so we'll get started straight away. So the first game kicked off with Qatar versus Ecuador um, and this was a 2-0 win to Ecuador. Enna Valencia that used to play for West Ham, um, he could have easily had a hat-trick in this one but came with two goals. One was disallowed uh, by a VAR but he had a really good game. Um, did look like he picked up some sort of knock um, but he did carry on for quite a while after that so he should be fine. Um, we did see quite a lot of people do really well initially in the uh, overall leaderboard by going with a full Ecuador block. Um, it's a really brave tactic, um, but it paid off really well. So if you had a full Ecuador block at the back, um, you got 33 points. And if you had Enna Valencia as well, um, you got 51 points in total. I think I did see a couple teams that had Estrada as well up front, as well as the block and um, Valencia. So yeah, those people were flying. I think that was the, the guy that was at the top of the leaderboard for a little while. But um, Qatar overall were really, really poor. Um, I did expect better, and I think it was the first time that the um, the open side lost. Um, the open the team that opened the tournament lost. I think I, I read, but um, yeah, they were really bad. Um, and I think they're definitely going to be a team to target going forward. So yeah, I'd, I'd start to look at getting either um, a Senegal uh, defender, for example, if you play them. Or even just um, anyone from Netherlands when they play that fixture against Qatar. I think they're going to be a, a team that's really going to get uh, whooped in this tournament. So yeah, target target Qatar I've put down in my notes. Um, Enna Valencia was also on penalties and he did look really good in that game. Um, and then the only other note I put really down is that um, I had Esther Pinion in some of my teams who plays for Brighton. Um, he got a 7 rating, got 8 points overall. Um, and there was another defender that got an assist and he looked pretty good. There was one that was taking um, quite a lot of free kicks in that game. But overall, you probably won't look to keep the Ecuador players in your team, but they did look impressive against Qatar. But I think everyone's going to look competitive against them. Then 6-2 to England, which was a really good result. Uh, slap bang, bang in the middle of the day, though. So a lot of us ended up watching that one at work. Um, fair play if you managed to get to the pub. Um, Saka got a brace in this game and he was really good. He came away with Starman, so he got 18 points in total. Um, he looked really, really good. Um, rested, came off um, in the second half, I think. I think it was for Rashford. There was quite a, a few changes that went on once England pulled away. Um, but yeah, he, I think he probably could have got a hat-trick if he'd stayed on, but probably a good idea to rest some of these players. Um, Harry Maguire, I was quite happy that he done well because I had tipped him and I put him in pretty much... Uh, the majority of my teams actually. Um, he was really dangerous from corners and he uh, hit the crossbar early on with a header um, and then he ended up getting an assist for I think it was the Saka goal um, where he sort of just nodded on a uh, one of the corners and then Saka got on the end of that one. He did look really good but he um, he did go off um, after one of the goals that Iran ended up scoring. Um, apparently he had blurred vision uh, but Southgate said that it was due to illness rather than a head injury so we'll have to wait and see how bad that was but didn't sound that bad when I was speaking about it afterwards. Um, you had Raheem Sterling. Um, 
he got a goal and an assist in this game and he looked really dangerous. Um, another player that I had in a couple of teams. Um, he looked really good. To be honest, the whole um, selection looked pretty justified with this um, this lineup. Foden was left out, so a lot of people were not that happy about that. But to be fair, Sterling and Saka were really good. Um, you had Luke Shaw got an assist. Um, Jack Grealish come on and grabbed a goal. Um, Jude Bellingham got the first goal, which was really good. Um, Callum Wilson came on for Harry Kane at the end, got an assist. Um, and Harry Kane actually, he came away with two assists, so he got seven points um, and the rating. Um, but didn't actually manage a shot on target the whole game. So it might be a little bit concerning, but he was doing everything else. So it's probably not something to worry about too much. Um, then, yeah, you had Rashford that um, came on and he got a good goal in this game as well. But the only bit, I mean, 6-2 is a great result anyway, so everyone's going to be happy about that. But from a fantasy football point of view, probably quite a lot of people were disappointed with the conceded goal. So two um, wasn't the end of the world because you had Maguire and Shaw that came away with um, assist points and ratings. And also Trippier got a rating. But if you had the full block, it was probably a bit disappointing, especially right at the end. Um, they scored a penalty. Um, that Maguire had something, a bit of like shirt pulling in the box. And Maguire had someone pull him down in the first half in the box. So it was really quite similar, but unlucky. But yeah, no no clean sheets, but it was pretty pretty strong performance all round. Oh, one last thing I was going to add. I don't really anticipate where we rested quite a lot of players. I don't really anticipate that there's going to be any rotation for the next game. The only thing I thought possibly is that um, Harry Maguire potentially could miss the next game if his injury slash illness is bad. But yeah, if, if what they're saying is true, he should probably start again. And then I just quickly showed the lineup. If you hadn't seen it already, but I imagine most of you had. He had a back four, so that was quite unexpected. Some people thought we were going to play five. But Sean Maguire, Stones, Trippier across the back. Rice, Bellingham, Sterling, Mount, Saka and Harry Kane. Then Senegal versus Netherlands. That finished 2-0 um, to the Netherlands. Um, so clean sheet points all around for the Holland team. Um, although initially a few people were quite worried because um, for quite a few hours after the game, I think it was, um, Daly Blind and uh, Denzel Dumfries didn't get the points showing up um, after the game. But and eventually that did get added. Um, he had Nopper in goal for Holland, which... A lot of people weren't quite sure who was going to get the start, but if he's going, to, well, he's he will be the the goalkeeper now, and he's only two million, um, so that's a really good budget keeper now um, for quite a good side. So, I think that's a really good person to look to bring in. Um, Delict, I think Delict was probably um, not expected to start actually. From all the predicted lineups that I saw, um, they had Urian Timber starting, uh, but he didn't start. Delict started that game, um, so you had um, the the keeper Blind Van Dyke. Um, all got the plus seven ratings. I've got Ake in my vlog team, but he didn't get a rating, got 6.8. And Dumfries probably unexpectedly only got a 6.4 rating, whereas he's quite attacking. Um, Cody Gakpo, he's quite a popular pick I've seen. Uh, I think he's four million. Um, he got a goal and a rating and it looked quite good. Um, but overall, I don't think that Holland were that um, as attacking as most people thought they would be. Um, they only had three shots on target, and I had a look, and their XG was actually only 0.67, which seems a bit strange considering they scored two. But yeah, I never quite fully understood XG. Um, Klassen, I did tip him because he'd been scoring in the um, previous games. Um, he didn't actually start the game, which was quite disappointing, but he actually came on off the bench and scored a goal. So eight points. Um, I think he got eight points, yeah, seven rating. And then Frankie De Jong, um, he actually got the star man. He got a. 
um, 10 pointer, he got the assist and an overall rating of 8. But overall, though, um, I just thought Netherlands, I watched the highlights and was listening to a bit of it on top, uh, Talk Sport as well. And they initially they said that Holland didn't really seem that attacking um, and causing too many, too many problems. But yeah, they got the, got the win in the end. Um, Senegal, I probably wouldn't look to bring any of their players in unless it's just ahead of the Qatar game, potentially. But yeah, all round, um, not not a very good showing from them. Then we just have the lineup here. So they just had, um, as I said, Nopper in goal. Ake, uh, Van Dijk and De Ligt as the sort of back three. Blind and Dumfries as wing-backs. Um, De Jong, Berghaus, Gakpo, Bergwijn and Janssen up top. But I imagine that Memphis Depay will probably come in for either Bergwijn or Janssen um, for the following game because he come on as a sub and I think he should be back fit soon. If you found anything useful from this video so far, please do like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm going to try and do daily content throughout the World Cup. Um, also, just drop a comment if... Uh, if you think there's any bits that we could take out of this or there's anything extra you'd want to see. But ideally, I'm going to try and keep these quite short. Um, but I just have no idea how long this first one's going to last. But we'll try and keep it short and like and subscribe and we, we can try and get some more regular content out there. Right, then on to the USA versus Wales. And this one finished 1-1. Um, Gareth Bowers, I didn't watch this game, but um, I was listening to it on TalkSport again. And they were saying that Gareth Bowers had been really quiet throughout the game. So I was quite surprised to see that he got star man in this one. But um, he did win the penalty. Um, he was fouled by um, Ream. And yeah, he won the penalty and scored the penalty. Um, it, yes, 12 points for him. Star man 7.2, which really isn't a high rating to get star man, really. So... Just shows that no one particularly stood out in the game. You had Pulisic that got the assist, which was two points. Uh, Weir got a goal for USA. Um, and I haven't watched this one back, but just going from TalkSport, I don't know how reliable they would really be with the commentary. But um, they were saying that Aaron, Rams, uh, sorry, Aaron Ramsey had a pretty poor game overall. So he'd be someone that some people might have targeted. But yeah, apparently he didn't have a great game. So... Probably Gareth Bale might be the only one that I'd look to target out of these teams, but personally, I probably would avoid all of them, to be to be honest with you. Then I just wanted to move on to the games tomorrow. So Tuesday, um, you're kicking off with Argentina versus Saudi Arabia. So that's if you're looking to get Argentina players in, that's going to be the perfect game to do it on. Um, so we'll move on to them in a second. Yeah, Denmark versus Tunisia, then Mexico versus Poland, and France versus Australia. So we start with Argentina. Um, this is, just so you know, the image on the right is from who scored. And this is just their predicted lineup. So they're not always 100% accurate. Um, I use them when I'm looking on normal Dream Team to try and predict what the Premier League lineups will be. But um, in the internationals, I have a bit less of an idea myself. Um, I'm going to... My plan was to wait and see what the Argentina back line was like because I do want to target it. But there's a few people like Otamendi Romero... Um, look like they're due to start here but I also think Lissandro Martinez could have been a good option as well so I'm probably going to just wait till the lineups and see which one and then I'm looking to bring some defenders in I've already got Emi Martinez in goal but I'd definitely look to get either defenders or him in goal in your team because I think this should be a good one for clean sheet points um, obviously Messi is Messi um, I think he's 7.5 um, and obviously he's going to be a really good option. I think that he's going to be... I've got him in my team already, but the teams that I haven't, I probably will look to bring him in for this fixture. Um, but Di Maria and Lutaro Martinez are also cheap or cheaper options. Um, you've got 
Di Maria's five million. Um, he scored two in the last warm-up game. And then you have uh, Martinez, who's 5.5. I've just put down that um, that 5.5 slot looks... If you can fit a 5.5 in your team, it could be quite handy because I think Brazil's two strikers, I'm pretty sure Gabriel Jesus and Richarlison are both 5.5. So it could be that you put one of them in your team and then you rotate it for a Brazil player. Or I think Sterling might be 5.5, so you could rotate to him. It's quite. It seems like it's quite a handy spot for not a full premium, but the sort of level below. So it could come in handy later on. Then I'm uh, moving on to Denmark. Um, just so you know as well on this, I'm I'm highlighting the team that I probably think is going to win or do the best out of the two. Um, so Denmark, they're probably a dark horse in the tournament. Um, they've had two recent wins against France, which was pretty impressive. Um, someone I actually wasn't that aware of myself, um, Skov Olsen. Um, I, I see some, um, was, someone on Twitter recommended him to me, uh, and then I'd seen quite a few people after that as well uh, mention him in the FPL crowd and stuff like that um, on Twitter. But yeah, I had a look on who scored and he's got quite a good goal and assist record. So he's got five goals and three assists in the seven qualifiers for Denmark and he's only three million. So he could be an option. Um, you've got Myler uh, wing back, uh, left wing back or left back and he's quite a good attacking option. Um, and then I've just highlighted um, Hoiberg and Eriksson who most people will be familiar with. Um, I just think they're slightly safer picks than going for Olsen just because... Um, Hoiberg sort of plays 90 minutes every sort of game um, and then Ericsson obviously we know quite well but he'll be on set pieces and has quite a good goal and uh, assist threat but actually Hoiberg I know he's primarily a, more of a defensive minded midfielder but obviously this season he's been really chipping in with the goals and assists for Spurs so I think he's a fairly good option if you're worried about um them getting subbed off for example because that Skov Olsen I was having a look and although he's got a really good goal and assist record he is someone that if they're looking to shake things up he's one of the first to go when I was looking at the um, like the subs that have taken place in some of their recent games. Then the Mexico-Poland game um, I'm not actually very confident on what I expect the result to be in this one actually I'm not, I'm not too sure what to expect from Mexico to be honest um, but Lewandowski is obviously the fairly obvious pick up front um, obviously been a great goal scorer throughout his career but I highlighted uh, Zelinski um, who's 3.5 million in the midfield um, he's having a good season for Napoli he's got six goals and seven assists so far so he could be a, uh, someone that's a bit cheaper um, to throw in there as an option but like I said I just don't know what to really expect from Poland and from Mexico um, and then you've got Matty Cash um, who now plays for Poland at right wing back um, so we'll know him obviously from Aston Villa and playing in the Premier League. Um, he's got good attacking threat, but he is three million. Um, I'm not sure whether I think that's reasonably priced or not. But like I said, I don't know how likely Poland are to keep a clean sheet. I just had a little look on who scored, and they give you some stats on there as well. And Mexico have seen under 2.5 goals in their last three matches. Um, so make of that what you will. But personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, go for any of their defenders. Then France, Australia, I think this could be a really good one to target, um, both for clean sheets and goals. Um, again, I wasn't that sure on what their defensive line would be. They've got quite a lot of good options, but they have got a lot of injuries as well. Um, who scored? I think it's going to be Pavard, Varane, Canate and Hernandez at the back. Um, if you're looking, I think Hernandez and Pavard, if you're looking for someone that's a bit more attacking, they both play for Bayern, but Pavard has got four goals for Bayern this season. 
um, whereas Hernandez has just got one assist in terms of attacking returns. So it looks like Pavard is a bit more expensive, but it does look like a better option from an attacking standpoint. Um, but going forward, you've got Benzema, who's obviously out of the World Cup now, um, injured. So it's going to be probably Mbappe is the premium option. And I think I'm actually going to swap Harry Kane to Mbappe in one of my teams. Um to target this fixture and then Griezmann's also at that sort of 5.5 price point that I said about so again another one that's not a premium but very dangerous at that 5.5 and then Olivier Giroud actually could be um, a bit of a budget pick and as a replacement for Benzema could be a really good option I don't think I'll go for him myself but I'll wait and see how he goes and he's always been a sort of big game player so we'll see how he does in this one then I'm going to chuck just a team update in here as well Um, again If you think these videos should be a bit shorter and a bit more handy next time um, and you'd just like us to get them out a bit quicker, I can leave this out. Just comment below whether you think you want the team update in there or not. Um, I could do it on a separate video. But my vlog team, um, so overall this has got um, 30 points. It's actually one of my worst um, teams at the minute. It's always the way. Um, But I've used no transfers in this one. I plan to use two tomorrow and that's going to be Harry Kane up top moving to Mbappe, I reckon, against Australia. Um, And then I was planning to move Luke Shaw to um, an Argentina defender when I see the lineup, But after Maguire getting injured, and Shaw played pretty well as well, got got an assist, but after Maguire getting injured, I think I might just be a bit more inclined to move Maguire to a... um, a Argentina defender and just keep sure just in case I need to make an extra transfer um, but happy with it so far so Martinez plays tomorrow obviously England Trippier got two Maguire got four Ake got five Shaw got four um, Paqueta still to play Perisic still to play and Hoiberg plays tomorrow Messi will play tomorrow Harry Kane I'll move to Mbappe and then Cody Gakpo got me eight points as well so not bad all round really um, what's that sort of um, clean sheet two assists and a goal and another two assists for Kane so pretty good attacking returns but a little bit behind still compared to some of the guys that went uh, Netherlands block or Ecuador block uh, my best team actually currently is on 49 points and that had a full Netherlands defence and Cody Gakpo and Harry Kane so that was my better team at the minute but happy to just stick with this and I'm going to aim to rotate the premium strikers around so Messi might move to Neymar um, the following day to target that Brazil fixture but in defence, I'm happy to sort of keep with this Argentina, England, Netherlands lineup, um, and I'm just going to wait and see what happens with France, Germany, Spain, and Brazil's defence, because um, I'm just not 100% sure on the lineups at the minute. But obviously, we'll get them ahead of the games, so I'll keep an eye on those. Right, that's it for today. So that's the first um, Dream Team Professor Daily World Cup update. Um, thanks for watching, and again, because it's the first one, I think this was, looks like it's about 20 minutes, but. If you would rather I just cut the um, team updates out to trim it down to maybe sort of 15 minutes or anything like that, just let me know in the comments because you guys are the ones that are watching it. So yeah, just let me know in the comments below. Um, Please do like and subscribe and you'll get um, these daily World Cup updates coming up. Um, Hoping to just put either team updates, players to target and the top performers in there. But yeah, thanks for watching and see you on the next one. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.